0: Welcome to Business Talk Sister Talk. I'm Becca. And I'm Ruthie. And today we are going to be talking about productivity when you are your own boss. So the first one that we're going to be talking about is something that Ruthie has been raving about and I don't know too much about. So she's going to tell us all about block scheduling. So block scheduling, I learned about um, probably about two or three years ago um, from a blogger that I really like. Um, Her name is Jordan Page and I'll put the link to the blog, um, link to her blog. our Our blog blog. (laughs) (laughs) um and but basically i'll just give you a high level of what block scheduling is so it's basically exactly what it sounds like you just think of how um in like in high school when you were working on math um you had math time and then when the bell would ring you'd put all your stuff away and then you'd be you'd move on to your next class and you'd only be working on english and english and then the bell would ring and then you'd work on science and science and so it's kind of like that same mentality where instead of But instead of having hour by hour blocks, you chunk out um, two to three hours at a time. So in that, um, I found a lot of freedom because I don't like having uh, every second of my day scheduled out, even though I kind of default to that, which stresses me out. I've been learning this about myself. But anyway, um, so what I've been I've been getting back to block scheduling again and again I go through phases but so I'm back into it again um and now my morning block is like uh an hour and a half two hours and then it goes in and in that time frame I have like a a list of of kinds of of things that I can do during that time um and then that my next one is like my um more uh like getting ready to go block and things like that and there's so basically instead of saying um these are the only things that I can do in this it's like this is a category of work time, work time. So like if that is the, the time of day that you do your connection calls or the time of day that you do some recording or whatever, um, you do that in that chunk of time. And then when mm-hmm. you're, when your timer goes off, then you move on and you do something else and you say, so then throughout the day, it's not like, Oh, I have to be doing this. I have to be doing this. It's no, I do that during this chunk of time. And that's not what mm-hmm. I'm doing right mm-hmm. now. Um, so you kind of just give yourself the freedom to only focus on one specific task mm-hmm. type at a time. Yeah, and this is really good, especially for those of us who really enjoy tactical things mm-hmm. like editing or Picking up something and like working for an actual client because you know it's going to make money or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, when you do that, yeah, you're making money, but you're putting everything else in the back burner of your business. And if you don't set up times that it's like, nope, on Tuesdays during this block every single week, my job is to read, or strategize, or follow up with previous customers and ask for a review. Or my, my fourth option is I need to work on my social media, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Like you're putting those categories together that it's like this is there's a difference between working in your business to like serve your customers and working on your business to improve how you serve your customers, mm-hmm. right? And, and that includes looking at what that's going to be like in the future because your business ebbs and grows, right? Yeah. And one thing that I would say with that is that uh, kind of the heart of block scheduling is not like this day I do this and this day I do this. It's like keeping that consistent blocking every single, mm-hmm. the whole week mm-hmm. long. Yeah. And like we do this every day, we do this every day and it's the same time frame and not switching up how every day we different times for those blocks. Okay. The next thing um that I wanted to talk about was that you need to strengthen your willpower just like you would strengthen a muscle. So like every time you say, no, I will not do this right now, I will do this, or no, I'm going to allow myself to rest right now. We're gonna be focusing a lot on rest because that is something that I personally wrestle with a lot and Becca also does. Uh, whether or not you would admit that or not. <laughs> <laughs> I really like working. <laughs> we both do. We're just like, we enjoy it. We find a lot of contentment in that, but we also both struggle to actually take time to just relax. Joel's always like, your whole family just likes to work. That's what you do on vacation. You just like to work. We're like, hey, what do you guys want to do? Put in a dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's do paint the whole house. All right. <laughs> clean the cabin? <laughs> Literally, <laughs> Ruthie and I will get together sometimes to go up to the cabin just to clean the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fun and it's relaxing. Or like Becca's like calls me and was like, hey, want to come over and just like do this work project? And then we'll just sit and she'll be doing her work project and I'll be doing my work project and we just are in the same vicinity but we're having a great time <laughs> one time legitimately i cleaned my entire bathroom while ruthie just sat there and talked to me <laughs> i was like this is a good plan Bonding. okay anyways we're getting off topic back to willpower which so is yeah the willpower to rest mm-hmm. is important and and here's the thing about resting when we talk about that um resting isn't taking a break from your projects for your job and then going and doing your laundry or cleaning your house it's okay you need to actually take time to reflect Mm -hmm. because what a really important thing about taking breaks that are outside of seeing all of the other things that need to get done is that you clear your brain space and that actually allows you to make way better decisions and come up with way better ideas. Mm -hmm. So Ruthie's gonna talk a little bit about an article that she, okay, this is how old school she is. So our grandma cut it out of the Saturday evening post and mailed it to her and she scanned it into her computer and saved it to her Google Drive. (laughs) So she's like, oh, I I can read this. I don't, I just have a copy of it in my Google Drive. (laughs) So, okay, go ahead. Um, so this, it's called "Give It a Rest," like Becca said in the Saturday Evening Post, and it had a lot of uh, different things listed in it. Also, uh, I, it's very close to my heart because I love the musical Hamilton by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Just so good, anyway. But there's a, um, a quote in here or a statistic that said a survey found that 71% of workers who take regular vacations reported being satisfied with their work, versus 17% of workers. who who don't 71 versus 17 like that just to me that's that's a drastic number of like just taking for people to take the time to just rest and get away from all the the hustle and bustle of life they have a 71 percent like uh, satisfaction rate okay but 17. you need to bring it back to why this is important to Hamilton Lin-Manuel awesome. Miranda let's go okay <laughs> so it quotes in here um that he was so he'd been working for seven years on the play that he wrote called In the Heights um and it, he when he finally like took a break from that he was on vacation in Mexico um he said that at the moment my brain got a moment's rest um, Hamilton walked into it so he just like having that space to just like relax and then step away from all of his work he was able to have those creative juices flowing and because of that we have Hamilton amazing wow okay but that's not the first person Yay. oh my word she's clapping okay so, <laughs> that's so weird. Right okay so um that's not the first person that's done that actually when I was in um a meeting a, a while ago with one of the guys that actually took Disney uh, writers on retreats he said they would do all these service projects together he would take them like to third world countries or whatever and do all this stuff and they weren't allowed to talk anything about Disney anything about business whatever but they had a notebook the whole time and the whole week they could write down all their thoughts but they weren't allowed to speak about it to anyone else on their team mm-hmm. and by the time they got back they had all All of these ideas for new movies and Mm. new characters and all this stuff that that they never had before. But it was because they had to give themselves a brain break Mm. to get that creativity flowing again. Um, But because we're talking about productivity, we're going to give you some actual tangible things because you're like, great, you're just telling me to be productive by taking breaks. (laughs) Some of you are taking way too many breaks. (laughs) (laughs) So we need to help you out. Mm. Okay, so you need to be starting your week with a list. Yeah, and so I actually just talked with a bunch of my mentors this last week, which we're gonna do an episode on mentors sooner down the road. Um, so tune in for that. But um, basically what each of them told me was that I should have a list for the week, but instead of just like carrying that whole le- week with <laughs> week the whole whole list. <laughs> list with me throughout the whole week, looking at the beginning of the week and then saying, okay, I can do these two things on Monday. And I can do these three things on Tuesday and not, I'm going to do every single thing on Monday. And at the end of Monday, I feel like crap because I got one thing done because I was so stressed looking at this gigantic list of all the different things that I wanted to get done. And I didn't do any of them, but just really focusing. And Becca's going to talk about like prioritizing and things like that too. But just focusing on, okay, these are the only two things that I'm going to get done. And if I can get those done, great that's awesome. I can I can feel good at the end of the day and I don't have to sit here and stress about the 17 other things on my list that I didn't get done. I think that's a personal problem, but there oh, are some yeah, people that struggle true. with that it. Is, that is my problem.
1: <laughs> Which is why
0: I text all my mentors and was like, please help. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but when you make your list, I do it a little bit differently. I make mine by the day. Every morning I make a list, but actually it's just a rolling list. So it goes on to the next day. If I didn't get it done, I carry it over. And and there's actually quite a few different methods that do this. Um, my sister-in-law just gave me a really cool productivity book that I'm gonna tell you guys all about sometime after I read it. Um, but carrying over things that I didn't get done. So I have like add pictures to the website um, and do all of these things, contact these people, email this person, whatever. And I cross them off and then if I didn't get it done, I flip the page and I add the things to the next page that I still need to get done. And what I find is if it's been on my list for like a long time and and in certain organizational categories they'll actually have like a symbol where you bump and so you've seen like how many times you've bumped it to the next page Mm -hmm. and if you see you've bumped it like five or six times or at least like it's been on your list for a whole week was it really that big of a deal was it important and if it's not then you drop it Mm -hmm. and then you move on so there are things that I have definitely dropped that I think are relevant but um they're they're not relevant to the moment right now. So an example of this is um, there was recently a Gallup article that I really wanted to read about 50% of people saying they didn't want to come back into the office after COVID stuff. And I thought, oh, that's a really good article. I want to read that. But you know what? It bumped on my list for over a week. And I'm like, do I need this in this moment? Or is this something as a really good resource for when I have a conversation with someone about this? I don't need it right now, but I can save it, bookmark it, and read it later if ever this conversation comes up. Mm -hmm. so those things get dropped from the list um other another thing i do that i recommend when so that's kind of that priority prioritizing um after you make your list star the things that are the most important for the day like ruthie talked about um so make sure okay these are the things for sure that need to happen today Mm. um Oh, and I just remembered one that I didn't even do today that needs to <laughs> um, One thing that I would say that I do a little bit differently than what Becca does, I think, because I have a hard time letting go of things. <laughs> Which personal is, problem again. Personal problem. Uh, character flaw, arguably. Anyway, but I, if I have something that I know I've carried over, or something that I've just had on my list for a long time, week over week, what I will do, like for instance, I had this office chair that I needed to set up, and it was sitting in my room for like two weeks and it was just like this big box and I was like stressing me out because it was just there all the time. And so I was like, I know that this has been on my list to do for like two weeks and I haven't done it. I just need somebody to come over to my house and just be here and help me or just be here so that I know like, hey, they're coming over. And I told them when you come, please help me build this chair. <laughs> and so then we did it together. Or if there's something in in your business that you're just so stuck on and you know, like if you actually sat down to do it, you could get it done, but you are just such a big barrier some moral in your support. mind. Yeah. And you need that accountability piece. And yeah, maybe accountability is a scary word to use. Maybe moral support would be a better term, but like just having someone, Hey, can you just come and hang out with me? and then just like sit there and maybe it's weird or whatever one thing that's been helping me a ton right now is my friend she is in grad school right now and so she's working from home I'm working from home and what we do is we just have this like open video chat all day long that we just we don't we talk for like the first like 15 minutes or so and like sometimes longer than that <laughs> but like we'll just like have this this open dialogue that like we just let it run and and then we do our thing and then if we're getting a little too carried away then i'm like then she'll be like get back to work or i'll be like get back to work and then we just keep going but we keep each other each other accountable and i think that's really really valuable especially since there's so many different people that are working from home right now and it can feel really community. isolating yeah. yeah you need that community yeah piece. also just a side note um If you do not have unlimited data, do not do that because (laughs) it will totally limit your ability to actually do your job. True. Uh, Get some Wi-Fi. Do that for yourself. Yeah, or if you can do that on like a a speaker phone call or something or whatever. There's Mm. other ways to go about it, but having somebody there or if you know somebody else is working from home like and and you guys can get together and work from home together, Mm -hmm. if you are family or something, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. And two, if there's something that you just really have questions about, and you don't know where to start, schedule a meeting with someone to ask your questions because chances are it's probably a lot easier than you're getting it, giving it credit for. It's just been sitting in your mind for so long that it's like, just taking up all the space in your mind and making it hard to like process anything else because you're so stressed about it seriously like last night i literally a uh, shout out to tim you've heard him on our podcast before uh, <laughs> he's so cool uh i could have taken like hours researching commercial freezers last night but he was like here's all the things i know about freezers i was like you're awesome <laughs> save me so much time now i know if you need a commercial freezer by the way you have to actually have a technician come and hook up the internal and external units and you have to have an electrician power anyways mm. yeah so save me so much time because that would have not been readily available on any website mm-hmm. yeah also okay Let's talk about celebrating wins. Oh my goodness, (laughs) do we not love a celebration? (laughs) That's my song. I was gonna go for more like some symbols, but I couldn't really think of how to do it. Oh, there you go. Okay, so celebrating things that you did get done on your list, you have to check it off. If you do not have those endorphins, oh my goodness, you need to do that. Okay, so when you check it off. One of the things that I notice is that I get a lot of stuff done in my day, but I don't write them on my list. And then at the end of the day, Ruthie has the problem where she's like, oh, I never got anything done that happens to me sometimes and then Joel is really good at being like but you did all these other things and I'm like you're right they weren't even on my list but (laughs) I had to do them Mm -hmm. because they just came up in my day and they were emergencies that I needed to handle and so I couldn't get the other stuff done Mm -hmm. so it's not that I was being a bum it's just I didn't celebrate those things because those things were important Mm -hmm. so recognizing those wins are are good okay um if you do not use digital productivity tools or a notebook, you should be because you should start keeping all of your stuff in some place. Yeah. And that's something that I think is really important has been really helpful for me. It's um, There's a guy named uh, Dave Crenshaw, who I really like a lot. He's got a really good LinkedIn learning course if you're interested in that. Um, but you... he talks about like different gathering points and i i know for myself i have i used to have all different kinds of different notebooks and different places where i would keep information and so what it really challenged me to do was to have a set number of what he calls gathering points so, like my email is one gathering point. I have one notebook that's one gathering point, and I have one like digital um, checklist checklist called Asana that I use. And instead of having all these different sticky notes all over the place, I combine them all and distilled it down to like eight different gathering points. He recommends six, but I went for eight because I'm a little bit splurgy like that. <laughs> <laughs> she just cannot let go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, okay. <you> know.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, it's a good thing to have gathering points. Okay, mm-hmm. so you should have a clean desk. Yeah. Just this do it. This is so important because actually you're less productive be when you have a dirty desk because you're focused on all the other things that are around you Mm -hmm. and that's really important to being able to focus too because you get more stuff done when you're not distracted Mm. and becca you said this and then you were like i'm gonna tell you a story about it and i was like it seems pretty self-explanatory so (laughs) but i'm excited to hear what you have to say um make your bed every day tell us a story (laughs) okay (laughs) you need to make your bed every day and the reason why you do is because if you make your bed, it looks so good yeah. that you do not want to get back inside it. <laughs> Especially if you are a, a not a morning person, this is a big deal because if you're working from home and you're trying to be productive or whatever, or you're your own boss, if you're having a bad day and your bed is not made, you will get in it mm-hmm. and you will cry. <laughs> <laughs> because I have totally done that. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this here I am again, upset about what happened today, but why am I in my bed? I'm <laughs> such a bum. Okay. But then I decided, okay, if I make my bed, then I won't get back in. Mm-hmm. And every time I get frustrated and I go up to my room, cause I'm like, I'm just going to like plop on my bed and deal with it. I'm like, oh, look, my bed is so nicely made. Hmm. I can work up here. I can work on my computer on my nicely made bed, and suddenly <laughs> I'm productive again. Mm. So making your bed will actually help you be more productive. <laughs> seriously, mm. uh, take your vitamins. That's another tip we have for you because one of the things that we find, especially if you live in a northern hemisphere area that's close that has like a wintertime season, you might not have access to the sun all the time, and it might be cold to so go outside. So taking your vitamin D mm. that can seriously help change your ability to get up in the morning and feel productive throughout the day especially your focus. Yeah. So Ruthie wants you to know you should <laughs> drink water and know when you need to rest. We did um. talk about the rest part. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like even when I take a drink of water, it reminds me to breathe. And that is something like I'll just I'll take a drink of water and I just hold it in my mouth and breathe and just don't don't try to do a thousand things because I tend to multitask, mm-hmm. like I'd get as many things done as I possibly can. And you breathe that, and drink at the same time? You know, and and then it. I choke. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh my word, <laughs> what have I done? No, but just holding that water in your mouth and then breathing and knowing that it's okay to rest. Um, yeah, and now... Uh, We're going to a- talk about one more thing, reflection time. <laughs> you should schedule in time to reflect because yeah. when you do that, Remember we talked about celebrating, reflecting on how things went and how they could have gone better or how you want to do it in the future actually can help you rehearse how you're going to handle those situations. Mm-hmm. It's really important. A lot of people who are politicians actually do this all the time. They practice their speeches in front of the mirror every single day sometimes because they want to get ready for any possible argument that they could come against and they want to have an answer for it. Mm. Taking the time to reflect and rehearse what happened that day and how you could have responded differently will help you prepare for the next time. Mm. All right, so we're going to gawk about something. But first, we're going to tell you to check out our website, businesstalksistergawk.com. We are sponsored by my mom. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) She supports us in so many ways. Mentally, (laughs) mentally. Uh, emotionally. It was her birthday recently. And I sent her... She doesn't listen to our podcast. Okay. I sent her... This she is our gawk. Too. This is our gawk. <laughs> it, this is a spoiler. No, listen. She does too listen to our podcast and she's gonna hear this. It's fine. Tread with caution. It's fine. She can hear it. Okay. So, <laughs> Joel and I like took some time to find a birthday present for my dad and we found this mug that was like, you know, it's so great. We both know we don't have to talk about it but we both know that yeah i'm the favorite child that's what the mug says yeah clarify. that's what the mug said and i was <laughs> like oh this is hilarious we should buy this for my dad because clearly i am his favorite child <laughs> <laughs> right okay Anyway, so um we sent it in the mail and i was like i thought we should just make it a little bit more official or something and i was like happy birthday dad so it was on the little like Amazon four by four post-it note yeah. amazon thing that comes in the in the bag you know it's like this gift is from such and such well my mom never reads those <laughs> so she opens the box and she is <laughs> thrilled buy this birthday present <laughs> for her because she already had a birthday and i already sent her a present and she thinks that i sent her two presents and they're like in the same that my my parents birthday are in the same month so they're very close together and so then so but- she's thrilled <laughs> and then my sister mia no so my mom takes a picture and sends it to our group chat and again she didn't read the, like the little four by four she totally threw the box away i yeah. know it so she my sister mia calls my youngest sister mia calls calls me and is just like, who do you think you are saying you're the favorite child? And I was like, first of all, I didn't say that. Like, what? What What is going on? And then come to find out that Becca sent it. And And Ruthie's like, second of all, why would I state the obvious? (laughs) That's what I said, yeah. Why would I state the obvious? Why would I need to put that on a mug? We all know I'm the favorite child. But anyway, so then like they sent a picture. My mom sent a picture of it. It was like, who sent this? And then silence, right? And so then... Mia calls Becca. Or no, you- she texted me on <laughs> my mom's phone <laughs> and is like who do you think you are saying you're the favorite child? And I was like, oh, you got the mug, huh? And she's like, yeah, mom loves it. And I'm like, oh, no, that was for dad. <laughs> and she's like, I'm deleting all of these text messages. Say you glad, you're glad you glad she liked the present. <laughs> she loved the mug. She's been going on and on about the mug. <laughs> oh, my word. So then she deleted all the text messages. And my mom's text just says, thanks for the mug. And mine said, glad you liked it happy (laughs) birthday (laughs) so now i gotta find my dad another present (laughs) all right well thank you so much for joining us this week um we've been going a little long but oh yeah tune in next week